What's up, good people? Thank you for clicking play on another episode. This year, a big man, tiny kingdom. This year, it's a beautiful weather day here in Mesa, Arizona. This year, perfect temperature for a walk or a bike ride. This year, or to take care of those overdue chores in the yard. So I got myself up off the couch. This year, and walked to a neighborhood park. Sit down, talk to y'all for a little bit. This year. Since I am outside, you will hear all the elements that come along with that. This year. Hopefully, it's not too much distraction for what I got to share with y'all today on this episode. I would say up until about 2015, if I'm going by dictionary definition, I could label myself a pack rat. Not to the level of being a hoarder like on the TV show, but certainly an over-consumer of things I really didn't need. I held on to stuff that I felt had a decent resale value. It wasn't like I didn't try to get rid of junk items. What caused me to hold on to things was at times when I did give away stuff or threw something away, I'd end up having a need for it later. For example, I love tinkering around with my car. Simple stuff like giving it a tune-up or rotating the tires. Sometimes there'd be a tool that I buy, which I may only need for that one particular job and never use it again. There was once that I was replacing one of the engine hoses. I bought these ramps to lift the front end up because it was easier to replace the hose from the bottom of the vehicle. After that, never really used them again. They sat in the garage for years. Cobwebs had taken them over. I knew that they were there, just didn't need them, but I owned them. So I kept them just in case if I ever had a use for them in the future until it was time to move to a different house. The new place didn't have a garage, which meant that it was time for the ramps to go. I think I paid 150 for those things. Damn sure didn't get my money's worth out of them. I worked hard for every dollar I've earned. Most of the time I spend it carefully. There are some times I spend in excess on things that I probably could have went without which I feel is okay to treat yourself on occasion, but I like to be mindful of what I spend when I consider my income versus my monthly bills and my debt to income ratio and how much is in my savings account and retirement fund and things that I own, I take good care of since I don't have a river of money flowing through my bank account and don't want to constantly be replacing things. So anyways, I got rid of the ramps to save on space. Fast forward to the next time I'm working under the vehicle, and ramps would have been nice to have. I don't like being underneath a car sitting on jacks. I just don't feel like it's safe enough for me. And what did I decide to do? I go and purchase another set of ramps. I'm mad at myself for getting rid of the first ones I had and add a little extra anger because these second pair of ramps cost me more than what I paid on the originals. Situations like that caused me to hold on to things. Not only just tools for the car, I've done that with kitchen stuff, I did that with clothing items that I rarely wore because I thought that having the appearance of a walk-in closet full of clothes, shoes, hats, watches, and coats was necessary to have trying to impress others. That's that keeping up with the Joneses mentality. I've also done that with linens. I had an entire closet once full of different comforter sets because there were times when I wanted to change the color scheme of my bedroom. And so I had to go out and buy new stuff for the bed, which is cool, except that I held on to the old ones. And before I knew it, pack rat closet. I moved quite a bit in my 20s and early 30s. 
move outs became the time that I went through what I would define as temporary downsizing. I like my chaos to be organized. So when I'm packing up the house and to move in boxes, that's when I do the process of elimination to decide what is and isn't making it to the next destination. Ain't wore this shirt in quite some time. Let it go. The handle on this saucepan is raggedy. Let it go. These bath towels are starting to get so old, they still don't smell as clean and fresh as I like, even after I've washed them. Time to let them go. But if you caught what I said a moment ago, it was temporary downsizing. Once I got settled into the new place, started seeing things that I wanted upgraded. Do something different with the decor. New house. Okay, then that's a reason to go shopping and buy some new things. Maybe a few new outfits. The things that I got rid of didn't take long for me to accumulate replacements. And I kept like that until 2015 when it just clicked. Less is more. I had a lot of things that I just wanted to have because I could, but I decided then in 2015 that going forward, I only wanted to keep what I needed. I started with my clothes. I had something like 10 pair of blue jeans, similar style, fit me the same, mostly the same brand because I'm a shopper of habit. When I find something that works great for me, I stick to that brand. I downsized half of those. When it came to shirts, I do a lot of the same colors, blue mostly, black, gray. So I got rid of other shirts that never really came off the hangers. I had this pinkish color dress shirt that I don't know how many years ago I bought for work to wear in support of breast cancer awareness. I wore it once. I wasn't vibing with it after that because if you know me, I don't do pinks, reds, purples. Also, I don't really do any bright colors. Any color shirts like that were let go with the quickness. They were just items taking up space and weren't going to be things that got much use. After the closet got downsized, I paused for some months before getting into other areas of my home because I wanted to allow myself time for the adjustment. Less clothes meant doing laundry more often because the fewer items I owned were getting used more. Used to be uh, every couple of weeks or so chore. Now it's every Sunday. I could feel some anxiety from that. Did my friends or coworkers notice that I was rotating, wearing the same stuff every week? I like to live it up on the weekends for my days off, but now I had to make sure that I reserved some time to wash clothes and a little bit more for ironing. So I didn't go cold turkey and overwhelm myself by downsizing everything at the same time. It was a year or two process for me to go through my bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, and the various storage closets that I had to not only minimize them, but also to feel good about it and to fully understand and embrace why I had done it. I adapted to it very well. Once I saw that stuff was gone, good riddance. Don't need it. Didn't use it enough to justify keeping it. For two to three years, I lived in a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment, and it was just me. One at the home office room. Didn't need it. Yeah, it's cool to have, but really didn't need it. I just wanted it. I had the bigger apartment and the additional space mostly to impress my guests. My lady friend at that time, the second bathroom was for her. She still used my main bathroom, so honestly, it became just another room to clean up. You know how when you don't use a toilet for some time, it starts to get that rusty-looking ring around the inside. I had to clean and maintain a spare bathroom that nobody used enough to make sense of why I had it in the first place. So 
downsize the clothes, downsize the home, downsize the bills. I'm not going to get into that in this episode too much because it's a discussion all on its own. I've done well with my money. I'm proud of what my money looks like, despite not making the salary I wish I was. But I certainly still have some Dave Ramsey baby steps to work on. You know what the hardest part about minimalizing my life has been? Has nothing to do with me. It's been getting those around me to buy in. I've learned it's not for everyone. And I would say that the relationship I'm in now, there may come a day when it will see a challenge. I'm fully embedded into minimalism. I don't really think she is. She's intrigued with the lifestyle, but I don't believe that she is a soldier about it. However, she said that it won't be a problem for her to adjust when the time comes. So only time will tell. I'm closing in on purchasing an RV, either a travel trailer or a Class C. First year, two or three, it will be for camping on the weekends and vacations. Down the road, I envision it to one day be a travel full-time type of vehicle. I'm also thinking that I'm going to get myself a park model home to have something stationary. But for the most part, I plan on being mobile. That's my definition of living my life like it's golden. That's what I see right now as bringing me joy. Could change, but I doubt it. Whenever and whatever it is, in either of them situations, they're smaller than what people are used to for a dwelling place. It means I'm going to have to adapt to less, even more so than I do now. And if you're going to roll with me, you're going to have to get down with what I want for the place I call home, the place I call my kingdom. That particular topic, I don't see myself compromising about. I'm not planning to accommodate extra storage for a full size closet of clothes. I don't need a cabinet full of dishes for one to two people. I haven't had a house guest in ages. And I don't see that being a topic enough to pack rat extra items for visitors. But I honestly don't anticipate having that often. When I want to see my family and my friends, I'll get on the road in my RV, drive to them and honk when I make it to their front door. I don't need you to clear out a spare bedroom. All I need is for you to plug this cord into the wall so my RV can get some power. Hell, once you see what I'm rolling with, you're probably going to want to come chill outside with me. I'm fully convinced that a tiny living space is all this big man needs. Plus, the purchase price of the smaller units is shocking. My Chevy truck costs more than what I will end up paying for my tiny home, which I plan to go over what I've learned about the cost in a future episode. Until then, my hope for all of you interested in this topic is that you open your mind to it, that whatever questions you have about it, you are blessed with enough energy to talk to the experts to get the answers you are searching for. That you have the time and patience to visit some dealers and walk through the different options. Do the measurements for yourself. Take notice of how spacious they are despite their size. And if it makes sense for you to continue pursuing it, then I pray that you are granted the opportunity and the finances to purchase you one. For me, it's what's right. I'm in my mid-40s. And I feel it would be a bad investment for me to follow the standards most of us live our lives by. The American dream, a life partner, two and a half kids, two cars, a house with three plus bathrooms and two plus baths. At the age I'm at now, I don't believe I would be able to pay off that piece of property before I leave this earth. I would be leaving my family with a piece of debt, a park model home or a tiny home on wheels. 
for the space I need and the price tags I'm looking at five, 10 years tops, it's paid in full. After that, I might decide to purchase one or two more for some investment properties. Your dreams or goals, I'm sure, are different than mine. And whatever they are, now is the time to go after them. Only thing we know for sure is that we are not going to live forever. Time keeps ticking on us. So live your best life every day. Do it as big as you can. This is Big Man, Tiny Kingdom.